Welcome to the Garbage Fire Podcast, <laughs> a.k.a. MFKS Radio, on the airwaves dial at 487.52. Your pod is hosted by Kelsey and Megan, who are disappointed in their prairie brethren. Oh, brethren. The Garbage Fire Pod is all about being unironically passionate to the point that you would dive into the dumpster for the things that you love. So it's been a minute. It's been a minute, and the prairies have dumpster dived yet again. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, guys, get your shit together. <laughs> um, before we talk about that, yes, I'm watching a Hallmark movie. Mm-hmm. It's called A Novel Romance, and I just learned such a good name. I just learned the mystery of this author's name. His name is Gabriel August, so I'm assuming he's Ugh. like, and it's a shitty name. <laughs> Uh, I'm assuming he's a Nicholas Sparks-esque kind of author based on, like, the cover of the book, but no one knows who he is. How is that possible? He doesn't have a fucking picture on the back of his book? No. So, my guess is that this Gabriel August is the protagonist of this film, who no one knows who he is. And he was just traveling, I'm assuming to Portland, because the car that he is in has an Oregon license plate. For some kind of writing something where people are like trying to figure out who he is and this woman who sat beside him on the plane and is now apparently sharing his limo i'm very confused oh of course is Such probably a classic man trying to find out who he is and she's mm-hmm. going to fall in love with this man that she's met and then she's going to get mad at him that he didn't tell her that he was the author Mm-hmm. And then they're gonna and break then up. And then she's gonna murder him. Oh no! <laughs> and then they're gonna break up. And then they'll get back together at the end and share their one kiss of the movie. Oh, it's gonna be so chaste. Yeah, it's gonna be so chaste and pure. They just t- oh, they're sitting in the back of this car and they just took like a, a selfie and they were sitting very close and it, obviously it got very quiet and she was looking over at him very like. Oh, I think I want to fuck you. But it's a Hallmark movie, so then she just moved away. Uh, Yeah. So here we are. (laughs) I'll keep you updated as this goes on. (laughs) So you brought up this question of, like, who's the protagonist of that movie? Yeah. Is it her? Is it him? Megan, who's the protagonist of our podcast? (laughs) That's a good question. (laughs) I think the protagonist of our podcast is the listener. Oh, shit. That's some deep shit. Keep going. Justify it. Okay, so, I mean, and obviously we've uh, dropped off of our, like, regular recording schedule, uh, which has maybe made it a little tough, but we were very much about, like, wanting listener input and things like that in in what we're doing. Um, And I think that we sort of, obviously we talk about things that we are interested in, uh, but I also think that we try to make sure that we're talking about things that other people might be interested in as well for, like, the three people who still listen. That's true. Uh, and on that note, this is our 99th episode. It is. Which means that our next one, which might we might record in December probably, who the hell knows, um, <laughs> is, oh no, we should do it before then, is our 100th episode. Which, Correct. And who would have thunk it? Who would have thunk that, um anyone would have listened to us for this long uh so thanks but we have a plan and we would like to solicit questions from people who are listening Mm -hmm. just anything and we will do our best to answer your questions any question fmks would you rathers anything and it could be something where it's like yes no or it could be something where it's like you know what we need to take 17 minutes and figure out what this question is about Mm -hmm. so this is our plea for questions we'll put some stuff out on the twitter and on instagram and whatever um over the next little while um i'm not sure when we're going to record that one today's august not august fuck me oh my god october (laughs) the 27th i want to say yes it is Uh, Mm -hmm. i don't know how my next weekend's looking i think it's pretty packed up yeah, I have a wedding next weekend, a family have wedding, so. the concert and some other stuff, but probably the weekend right. after would be my guess, so like the 9th, 10th-ish in there. Uh-huh, 100%. So that's the plan. So two weeks from now, if you have questions that you could please send to us, that would be amazing. It would be amazing. Yeah, and if you want to ask about whether or not I was right about the 
um, plot of this movie. <laughs> there could be that. Um, yeah, so he now wants to find out more about this woman, by the way. He just searched up her first name, because all he has is her first name, and the fact that she lives in Portland. And what's he using to find this? Some, like, CIA database, no. or what? Google. Oh my god. Sophie oh my god. and Portland. <laughs> yeah, good luck. Sure, but she doesn't. Her name is Sophie, which I her didn't know. Her name is Sophie. In Portland. Yeah. Good lord. Megan, we could be making bajillions writing bad screenplays like this. Plus, he didn't even specify if it was Portland, Oregon, or Portland, Maine. <laughs> and somehow the map that showed up was from Portland, Oregon. I'm just saying. Well, he probably has his location services on on his phone. It was on a laptop, so I don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um. So... <laughs> what are we even doing here, Megan? We were. What are we talking before about? Before we hit record, we were talking about why we're disappointed in our Prairie Brethren. Yes. Um, and I think what I would like to say, something I did say to you before we hit record, is that, like, there are two things at play politically in this country that I don't think I will ever understand. I don't think I will ever understand the prairies and their desire to just always vote conservative at all times, even mm -hmm. when it is, like, diametrically opposed to their best interests. Yes. And I don't think I will ever understand how it is possible that a conservative party couldn't have somehow capitalized on our current prime minister's actual legitimate scandals mm -hmm. and lost an election. Yeah. Like, le like legitimate scandals. Yeah, like, unbelievable how they weren't able to capture that. They should have. Like, it should have been so easy. Like not just like a couple little weird old blunders or whatever, but like legitimate, actual like prime minister in blackface like on more ethics. than one occasion. <laughs> <laughs> ethics concerns across the board. Yeah. Perhaps misuse of the office. Yeah. Not even. And perhaps. they still couldn't do it. No. Yeah. Not. I'm trying to be like. <laughs> soft here <laughs> but like it's just it's incredible to me that somehow they couldn't figure it out yeah i think there's well i think there are well obviously we know how the prairies feel about that but i think other areas of the country have seen what's going on with some provinces politically who have gone conservative uh -huh. and they are a bit concerned about that yeah yeah, and, and, and I think in, in the Maritimes, for the most part, there's that, like, anyone but the conservative sort of yeah movement, which I wish was a thing out here. Yeah, for sure. Um, but it was, like, I was, I was actually, and it's not that, like, that the Liberals won a minority. Like, I, I wasn't expecting them to win a majority. I was mm -hmm. expecting them to win a minority this time. But I'm shocked at how close they were to a majority. Yeah. Like, I was shocked when I first tuned in, and they were, like, 60 seats ahead. Mm -hmm. And it was early, but I was still like, oh, wait, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Like re I was and, relieved, yeah. but wait, what? Yeah, and, like, realizing <laughs> that some of those seats were from the Maritimes and places where, like, you'd expect the Liberals to get some support. But also being, but like... But polls were saying yeah. that it was, like, way different than that. Mm-hmm. Man, oh, man. So exciting time elections. Um, yeah, sort of. Um, I had a kid. I was, I had a kid saying, "Yeah, but Miss, did, like Justin Trudeau made our debt so much bigger." And I was like, "Did he? Where did you read that?" And she's like, "Well, I don't know. That's what I saw." And I said, "Okay, well, let's look it up." And so I just I didn't know what I was gonna get myself into by looking it up. Like I didn't have any preconceived notions, and I found of whether it was accurate or not. No, and I was just like, "Okay, let's find out." cool let's go on a fact-finding mission so i looked it up and i put up this result on my smart board which i think was from somewhere that linked through the fraser institute so like a conservative think tank which i think oh, is shit. an important thing yeah and in 2009 the federal oh boy, here we go <laughs> was here like we go. 468 billion dollars mm -hmm. by the time stephen harper was voted out of office that debt was 626 billion dollars 
And in the four years since then, it's gone up to $680 billion. <laughs> and, like, I'm not bit a... Of math- a bit of a different ratio. I'm not a mathematician. <laughs> but I feel like the year-over-year increase in the federal debt is, like, marginal mm-hmm. in the last four years than it was in the previous six. I could be Considering wrong. Considering how oil's been in the tank in those years. Yes, and so, because I think that the 20-ish million dollars a year, or billion dollars a year is very different from the approximately, I don't know, <laughs> 60? Yeah, I don't even know that much. And, and, what the <laughs> fuck were the conservatives doing? That was when oil was like $8 billion a barrel. Like, what were they know. doing? I truly don't know. They were fucking gagging scientists to not report climate data. <laughs> That's what they thought Ugh. was important. Yeah. It's a, it's a funny situation here in grand old Alberta. It really I know is. some people, um, just by way of how things work, we know a lot of people who work in the public sector, and a lot of them are legitimately concerned right now and looking for employment elsewhere because they're worried they're not going to have any jobs. Oh, yeah. Um, we have been getting information about um, a whole bunch of things in the last few days. One of the things that we learned is that the government is essentially going to legislate that uh, the Alberta Teachers Retirement Fund switches from the management company that it has now uh, to a government-run management company. Why? I'm ass- Why? I'm assuming Why? so that they can borrow money to siphon it? out of our pension fund. Fuck them. As part of a revenue stream. That's some fucking horse shit. Yeah. I hope teachers go fucking crazy over that. Uh, well, I, I mean, we literally just found about, out about this, like, on Friday. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, it's, um... That's alarming. It's That's very truly alarming. alarming. Like, we're, we're, like, maybe four years away from repaying all of our unfunded liability from the last time the government fucked things up in 1992. Um, and so, like, it's just, yeah, anyway, that was the thing that came out uh, yesterday. So it's like, are they trying to get rid of our pensions entirely? So who, who was it? Oh my god. Was it the ATA who sent you that information? Yeah, I, I found, I got that out through our local president, yeah. Wow. And it was like, it's part of the budget document. Like, it's just what they want. And the assumption is that they're going to use that then to call it essentially a revenue stream. Because if it's just for private management to uh-huh. government management, it's technically revenue. Yeah, our pensions for sure are your revenue to do what with them? What are you going to do with them? Like, pay for more corporate tax cuts? Yeah, oh my god. So, ugh. I'm so upset. I think the worst thing that they did, then they did a lot of shitty things in this budget. I think the worst thing was de-indexing the ACE funding, mm. so that it's a fl- it's flat right now, so that it doesn't yep. move with the cost of living. What really frustrates me though is how fucking proud they were afterwards. Yep. You see the finance minister? He's like, we see this as a big victory for us. Yeah. Who? Rich white men? Yeah, pretty much. Like, Edmonton, this is what I don't understand about Calgary. Edmonton's a government town. Yep. Even if there is government cuts, there's going to be way less in Edmonton than there are in Calgary. Mm-hmm. And yet Calgary's just fucking the most vulnerable to this shit. Mm-hmm. And they're still loyal to them. Mm-hmm. God don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyway, that's where we are politically, in case anyone cares. It's not great. It's a great time to live in Alberta, ladies and gentlemen. Um, but speaking of politically, I went to see a play last night. Mm-hmm. That was, um, called E-Day, and it was written by a friend of, uh, my friend Shauna, and it was about the 2015 provincial election when the NDP won their majority. And it was set in, like, a North Edmonton campaign office. Um, and it was really interesting sort of watching the 
watching the, how this campaign, this sort of fictionalized campaign must have worked, um, and just some of the issues coming up about, you know, how to deal with this, like, conservative juggernauts and whatever. Um, it was really, it was really, really well done, and it made us very nostalgic for <laughs> those bygone days of four years ago. <laughs> Isn't that so upsetting how, like, I've... I'm trying to think, how many elections have I voted in? Four? Five, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe six? I don't know. However many it is. I've only had my vote count once. Yep. <laughs> Towards a victory. Once mm-hmm. in that time. Just one time. <laughs> um, so... Federally... In this last, this last election, the guy that I, that I voted for came in third. The -hmm. guy who won, Mike Lake, who believes that Bigfoot is real. I think that's a very important Wait. (laughs) Wait, what? (laughs) If you look up Mike Lake and Bigfoot, you will find that there is a petition that was entered into, like, House of Commons record by him uh, from a constituent who was hoping that he would be able to fight for the preservation of the habitat of the Bigfoot. How much money did this guy give him that he was like, you know what? <laughs> I have no idea, but he's solid, been reelected like, four times since then. So here we are. Mike Lake sounds like a swear word in a name. Kind of a little bit. Mike Lake, big foot. Yeah, he got like duped by a Bigfoot hoaxer. You know. Whatever. Oh my God! Just just listen to this sentence for how how great this is. Okay. <laughs> he filed a petition with the clerk of the House of Commons on March twenty eighth, two thousand seven. When interviewed, he said he did not believe in Bigfoot, but he filed. The petition petition as a servant service to constituents without making any judgment call. That was no judgment right there is what he's telling you no, was worth sixty six percent of your vote. One hundred percent believes in Bigfoot. The most wild thing I've ever seen in my life. My favorite thing is I've searched it up enough times now, and I search Mike Lake. The Bigfoot is the first result that comes. <laughs> um, but he has been uh, reelected. <laughs> I'm sorry, the headlines were so good. Apparently. <laughs> Oh my god, Canadian MP Mike Lake distancing from Bigfoot <laughs> and Todd standing of sylvanic infamy and his petition to protect Bigfoot. Oh my god, distancing from Bigfoot is my debut album. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just looking at his electoral record. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's right. So in the last federal election in 2015, the new Democratic candidate down in my constituency... That name was Fritz K. Bits. Shut up, that's such a great name. So Mike Lake was first elected in um, 2006 with 58% of the vote. Mm -hmm. And then in 2008 with 60%. And then in 2011 with 60%. And then in 2015 with 65%. And I feel like this year it was something like 72%. Seriously? Yeah. Come on, Edmonton. Mm-hmm. Come on, Millwoods. I expect better from you. Well, see, the problem is I don't live in the Millwoods riding anymore. I mean, I did expect better from Millwoods because they elected a guy who has, like, cheated in elections before. But here we are. Um, no, I live in the riding that's, like, edmonton Wetaskiwin, which includes, like, Leduc. And Devin. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. That's what your writing is? That makes no sense. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense at all. It includes Beaumont, Devon, Leduc County, Millet, and Wetaskiwin. Um, yeah, so good luck with any vote. Yeah, we're, and I think that includes the county of Wetaskiwin, I think includes, like, Thorsby. 
I'm trying to see what else is there. Oh, maybe it doesn't. Maybe it doesn't quite go that far. We have a task one millet and then like a bunch of places um, around uh, Pigeon Lake and stuff like that. So, oh my god, yeah, that's redonkulous. Yep. But anyway, <sighs> my guy believes in Bigfoot. You can't tell me anything. You cannot. You cannot prove me wrong. I'm just trying to find what this like. Uh, okay, so apparently, <laughs> the legislation called for Bigfoot to be protected under Canada's Species at Risk Act. Act, including whooping cranes, blue whales, and red mulberry trees. That's fucking fantastic. Mm -hmm. That's fantastic. If, like, if that was the worst, like, most innocuous thing, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not really something to be concerned about. Mm -hmm. But, oh boy, you just, I don't know if you want that. <laughs> No, the other thing, I'm just, I'm just looking up some information here now. So in 2019, <laughs> not about Bigfoot, I'm done with Bigfoot. Okay. Mike Lake <laughs> got 63,346 votes. Okay. Which is 72.4% of the vote. Uh-huh. That means, so the second place guy got 10,802. And the third place guy got 9,820. Yeah, that's pretty one-sided. Yeah, but what's really interesting, so this this constituency was created by the redistricting in 2012. And so in 2015... Okay, by the conservatives, got it. Yeah, but in 2015, there were 98,502 eligible voters... And in the last four years, somehow that has jumped to 123,000 eligible vo voters. That's a lot. Hmm. That's a big shift. That is. I'm trying to think. Hmm. Yeah, that kind of stuff always concerns me. I know in the U.S. it's a huge issue with redistributing where mm -hmm. lines are and disenfranchising people who are already franchised and yep. all that. But I didn't think it would have that much of an effect unless the just like whole area as a whole is just super aging out. But that seems crazy. That many. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not sure. But anyway, here we are. Um, so watching this play last night was making. Me oh think yeah, that's what we were talking. Yeah, about. was making me think of like, you know, those like bygone days of four years ago where things weren't so terrible. And someone yeah. pointed out to me on Monday that like, <clears throat> while we were at choir waiting for the election results to come in, um, someone pointed out that, um, you know, the cons or the the NDP didn't release their budget right away either, and I was like, yeah, of course they didn't, but no one was worried they were going to slash funding to healthcare and education, so we just carried on about our lives and just kept working. Yeah. Like, that's the big difference. And they're like, oh, yeah, We were okay, willing makes sense. to let it go. Yeah. Because fundamentally their philosophy was not putting people at harm's risk mm -hmm. to do nothing in a crisis. Mm-hmm. They're conservative. It means they don't take action. They preserve the status quo. Mm-hmm. So, good luck getting out of this. Alberta. Good job, guys. So, you want to talk very briefly about Jason Kenney and how he's going to try for the federal um, conservative leadership once Andrew Scheer gets kicked out? Ooh, love this. That's Go my, hard. It's my Go theory. hard. That's so, your theory. So, I believed back in 2011 when Jim Prentice, well, when all of that, in 2015 when Jim Prentice was the premier, um, I, when he became the premier in that like interim piece after Redford mm -hmm. stepped down, I believed that he would win. I figured they would win the 2015 election, and then he would be the premier for like two years, and then step down and vie for the federal leadership for the 2019 federal election. That was my thought. Right. Um, and then, of course, that didn't happen because he stepped down and, and then was killed in that plane crash, and so I was like, oh, now it's going to happen. 
And so now that we have this United Conservative Party, which isn't even, like, they're just the Wild Rose with a different name. Um, it's horseshit, yeah. But I think that Kenny wants to get back into federal politics, which I think you could see by how he, like, spent some of the time during this yeah. election campaign in Ontario oh, campaigning. of course. And so my assumption is, because the Conservatives have it, and I think most federal political parties have it in there bylaws that they have to do a leadership review when they lose an election. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe, like, the Green Party doesn't. I don't know, because they don't. Or they're never going to win an election, so it's different. But I think in this case, the Conservatives truly believe that they could win this election. And then they couldn't. And so they have to have a leadership review. I know Sheer wants to stay on as the leader, but it wouldn't surprise me if he was removed. No, I wouldn't be surprised either. And so my guess is that Jason Kenney is going to leave provincial politics and try to become the leader of the federal conservatives. I don't think he will become the leader of the federal conservatives. Um, because I think there's too many conservatives in Ontario and Quebec who are a little bit gun-shy about this, like, fire and brimstone brand of conservatism. Yes, but I'd imagine also that they would see that as, like, unifying Canada. Maybe. Maybe. Because when was the last time we had, like, what the West would see as Western representation? Well, Stephen Harper was from Calgary. I know, but that's what I'm saying. They don't care because it was four years ago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they think it should always be about Alberta. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. Yeah. That's what I think well, is going to happen. Yeah. We'll um, have to wait and see. So, update on my movie. Yes, please. So, what I've learned is this guy, this author, his real name is Liam. And he's um, wealthy. His parents are, like, filmmakers. And so he's got all this family money, which is presumably why he hides his identity uh, as the author. And wants the books to succeed on their own merit rather than on his name. Mm -hmm. But at this, like, book release event where he was supposed to, like, reveal himself to the world, he saw that she was there and then he didn't come out on stage. Oh, got a little gun shy. Or something like that. Anyway, so now she's figured out that he's, like, famous. And Wait, they're... so she was... <laughs> was there a Harvey Dent <laughs> no. versus Batman <laughs> dynamic Mm-mm. happening here? No, but she's figured out that this Liam is famous. And, um... Looks for him, but also looked for his last name. To, like, figure that out. Not just her, his first name. Um, and it looks like there, there's a connection of sorts. And you can tell that he's getting nervous because he feels like she's getting a little bit closer to discovering his secret. Mm. Did she Google, um, Liam, author, and then near me? <laughs> no, she doesn't know that he's an author. <laughs> oh, I see, I see, I see. He's, he is the author, but he's got his, his, like, pseudonym so that right. he can write his books. So that he can write his books. Yeah. Oh, you go write your books. Anyway, so that's where we are now. Excellent. Yeah. Are any of them cute and are all of them white? They're all white. Okay. He's cute. The girl is like cute. just your sort of like average Hallmark movie girl. Blonde? No, she's got dark hair. Oh, wow. Wow, that's diversity, though, for <laughs> Good for them. Girls with dark hair can be pretty, too. She doesn't have glasses, though. She could have glasses. Oh. If she had glasses, that'd be, like, a real diverse choice. Yeah, for sure. Especially if she doesn't take them off in a grand sweep gesture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, like, conventionally attractive. And I think that right now what's happening is they're having lunch with his agent, I'm assuming. Okay. And he's trying to, like, convey to her not to spill any secrets about his writing. (laughs) I don't know for sure. His Nicholas Sparks (laughs) books that have to be (laughs) super secretive. Yeah. Okay. 
Anyway, that's where we are with this movie. Excellent. I'm jealous I'm not watching along with. We could just do the dialogue. We should do that someday. Watch one of these movies and just, like, invent the dialogue. That sounds amazing. it's probably better than what is on the screen. Oh, I'm sure. It's pithy and ridiculous. Mm Mm-hmm. Have you read anything good or watched anything good lately? Oh, oh goodness. Let's see here. I, oh, goodness. What have I been reading? Hmm. I'm trying to think. I don't think that I've finished anything good as of late. I started watching the new season of Peaky Blinders. I'm not through it yet. Finished season three of The Good Place. Um, hmm. No, I think that's it. I haven't watched much. Oh, I watched when I was really sad <laughs> this week. I watched the Clue movie. Okay, I love. Have that you movie. ever seen it? Like with Tim Curry. Yeah. I love that movie. I'd never seen it before, and I thought it was hysterical. It, like, actually made me feel a lot better. But I was like, damn, Michael McKeon was a frickin' fox when he was young. Yep. Like, he looked fantastic. Yep. He sure was. Yeah, that was was really fun, so I enjoyed that, but that's it, man. Not a lot to report over here. You went to the ballet, though. Yes, I went to the um, Frankenstein production put on by Alberta Ballet. And it's like a a world premiere. They, like, made it up. It's a really cool adaptation. It puts it in the present day. Okay. And it was, like, really scary. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, like, the first... I was going to say the first, uh, uh, yeah, I guess the first hour, the first half of the play, the way that they use lights and sound and music and production design, I was like clutching Chris's hand so hard and he was like, what the fuck did we go to? (laughs) It was so crazy, but it was really, really creepy how they set it up and they have like the story being told um essentially like the book is like through recollections okay but the moment where victor is telling all this stuff to some men in the arctic is actually uh in the yukon at some like research facility okay and then the victor isn't from italy he's from mare La- mare lago Mar-a-Lago? Is that what it is? Mar-a-Lago? Yeah. Florida? Yeah, yeah. That's like Donald Trump's property. Yeah. 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 I don't know why that was so difficult for me to say. And then, (laughs) um, eventually, spoilers, he and his wife, uh, honeymoon in Jasper, Alberta. So everyone got a nice little, like, giggle when that happened. They're like, oh, that's where we are. (laughs) Just like fucking Canadians. Same thing happened when I went to see that terrible Brad Pitt and Marianne Cotillard movie, Allied. Yeah. And he was like, I know of this place. It's my vision of where I want to be. Medicine hat. And everyone like lost their shit in the theater. I know we're so like... We're so... I don't know what the word is. We get so excited when we get mentioned. Ultimately. Which is just insane. But we also are like... Your perfect place is medicine hat. Like, mm-hmm. we're also, like, so self-deprecating. Yeah. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But yeah, the ballet was fucking incredible. High suggest. I think it's just playing next week in Edmonton, right? Yeah, it's on Thursday, like Friday. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Stunning, stunning production. Super, super interesting. Like, I'm still thinking about 
certain scenes and, and what they did. I don't want to give too many tricks away, but it was like really, really creepy and really well done. High recommend. Okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I will not be able to see it because I'm like just busy all of the nights that it's here, which is unfortunate. I looked ahead at the rest of the season and they're doing um, Peter Pan in March. Oh, cool. Which I think would be amazing because for sure there's going to be people flying. Oh, yeah. So absolutely want to go see that. And then they're doing Swan Lake in May, which would be cool, too. Oh, that's Just for, I... like, the whole orchestra, like, the traditional mm-hmm. sense of a ballet. Because Frankenstein was all, like, pre-recorded. A lot of, like, electronic music and, like, static sounds and really interesting design that was, like, absolutely unnatural. I should like to go see one that's more traditional too. Yeah, I think one. Well, I think I would like to go see. Um, I think I'd like to go see Swan Lake. Yeah, I think it'd be really interesting just to see it. It's got good music, man. It does. It's got a great, great score. Um, I haven't. I haven't read anything good lately. I've been so, so, so busy. I know. Your life is too much. But it's not anymore, because our football is done. It was done last week, and so this week was just, like, so weird, because I had, like, time to myself and stuff. It's just, <laughs> like, oh, okay. Oh, I can just, like, sit here and think. Excellent. I can just, I can just leave work? That's allowed? <laughs> I don't have to stay here until 7.30? I don't know. I don't know what that means. Um, but yeah, it's just been it's just been crazy busy. So I haven't had a lot of time. I just keep watching like episodes of The Office. Of course you are. <laughs> or Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. Um, and that's or all. Friends. No. I refuse. <laughs> Why? It's real bad. Why was that? No. No, it's just, it's so bad. Like, it's not even all that funny. I know. There I are really very don't few moments it. on that show, like, that I have withstood the test of time. Mm-hmm. It's very, like, homophobic and transphobic. And oh, yeah. Gay panic is real mm-hmm. rough in that show. Oh, yeah. Like, Ross losing his shit over Ben, a like, wanting. Shirt. Or oh. Ben wanting to, like, play with a doll instead of, like, a G.I. Joe. Yeah. Um, yeah. The oh, I think the only joke that has... No, that's not... That's that's incorrect. I think that most of Chandler's sarcasm has survived quite well. In this cynical age, yeah. He's and the I, most timeless. <laughs> he, he really is. And I also think that uh, when they were moving the couch up the stairs... And just like, pivot! I think that might be my favorite joke from that whole show. Yeah, everybody loves that, but it just makes me go crazy. Does it? Yeah. I just... I love it. just can't stand Ross. I can't either, but I honestly think that the best part of that joke is Chandler. Why? Well, just because when when Ross keeps yelling pivot, and then finally Chandler's like, pivot! And he's just got that, like... Oh, the mocking scream Mm -hmm. in his face. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But no, I, I haven't watched an episode of Friends in a really long time. Yeah, me neither. Everyone on... All the teens are wild about Friends. It used to be The Office, and now it's Friends. I know. It's just everything goes in cycles, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, like... Yeah, I haven't really... I'm trying to think if there's anything that I've read or done. I did read a really interesting article the other day about how social media uh, and the way that, like, websites have conditioned us to consume content has really fucked with our idea of time. Oh. And it was really interesting. Because, like, remember when you were a kid and you used to, like, have to watch, you know, like, watch TV when it was on? Because that's when it was on and there was no... And if you missed it, I guess you missed it. (laughs) No shit. I guess you'll never see that episode. Or don't even think of going to the kitchen to get more popcorn without your sister yelling at you, It's on! 
thing. Yeah, like there's no there there's no urgency anymore in like how we consume our media because we can have it at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this article was really interesting because it was about how we've like we've shifted our understanding of like how time actually works, and like even Instagram and it's like non chronological feed. Mm-hmm. Instagram is telling us what we should think is important. Rather than it, what's happening, yeah. Yeah, and, and and it's the same thing like with Twitter in one of their updates, however, whenever, however long ago that was, when you could put the latest tweets or the most or the top tweets first. And I was like, why would you want anything other than a chronology? Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I thought it was a really interesting notion because I wonder if part of that, like, because there's no immediacy with any of those things, if that's, like, why my kids don't understand deadlines. Oh. Because they don't have, there's, like, they want to watch no this thing. There's no time pressure at all. No, there's absolutely no time pressure unless they're late for work. Like, that's literally their only time pressure. Huh. And I was like, but oh. why does that matter to them? Just because it's about money? Yeah, because they get paid. Interesting. Yeah, it was really, really, an in- it was a really interesting article. It was on BuzzFeed, actually, which I thought was also fun. Um... And it started off talking about, there's a particular spot, I think in Queens, I don't know, it doesn't matter, somewhere in New York City, where you can see, I don't, it, where you can see the Manhattan Bridge, like, through these buildings, mm-hmm. and it's become, like, an Instagram, like, mecca, essentially. Like, people go there all the time to take pictures okay. in that particular spot, because you can see the Empire State Building underneath the Manhattan Bridge. Gotcha. Which, Cool. Whatever. I, like, that's probably... It's a, probably a pretty cool spot. But they're talking about how... Now, all of a sudden, when people go to New York City, knowing about this... Like, that becomes a location that people want to go to. And it's because somehow... That spot became popular through social media platforms. Oh, yes. I see the... There's hundreds and hundreds of photos from the same angle on yeah. Google. Yeah. And so... But the, the, the spot became famous through like social media platforms and then when people like hashtag stuff and then you start looking for things and then it like rather than just having a chronology once you start looking at hashtag then you go into like the instagram search as we both know it's like here's Mm -hmm. shit you might like based on what you've looked at before Mm -hmm. and then it just sort of just like just spiral where that kind of stuff it sort of self-curates yes um but if you want to look at hundreds of pictures from that particular spot in that particular angle you can. You can. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, it was it was really it was really interesting, like just how our notion of of that has shifted considerably based on how now we have all this information coming at us at any at all times of the day, so we don't really have to wait. Like we don't have to wait until six o'clock to find out the news. Yeah, for sure. Right? But and like in terms of the election we all had to wait. Like I don't yes. know how many people watched that live. I was a choir, otherwise I would have watched it live. Mm-hmm. But I would kept checking for updates on my phone. For sure. But yeah, for, there are very few cases where we have to wait, though. That's the thing. Like, now we can just get stuff whenever. And, like, even right. on my TV, I can go... I can, there are certain... Not everything, but there are certain shows, like, if I... If it's, like, 9.25 and it started at 9, there are certain things where I can just restart it from the beginning. Yeah, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter that I missed the start of it. Which seems insane. Because it should matter that I missed the start of it. Because it was on at 9 o'clock. Yeah. But yeah, it was just, it was an interesting, it was an interesting piece. Yeah, and that's just like a, how, like, whole seasons are released on platforms now, too. Yes. Yeah, they talked about how, how Netflix with House of Cards, like, tried this, you know, just tried it. Mm-hmm. To see if it would work, and clearly it did. Um, movie update, they've just kissed now for the second time, and it's not even close to being done yet. Whoa, maybe in this one they're really gonna fuck. No, they're not. Oh. I got the, it got the G, the G warning at the beginning. Oh. But I'm Damn pretty it. sure that she's, like, <laughs> close to figuring out his secret. Because I think he just tried to shut her up with a kiss. I think that's what just happened. I think... Megan, we could literally be making millions writing these screenplays. It's so upsetting. Yeah. 
And yet here we are, recording a podcast for three people. Yeah. Well, dream big. (laughs) (laughs) Dream big and you too. Can achieve all of your wildest dreams. (laughs) Yeah. Um... Megan, what what are you, remind me, what are your thoughts on The Good Place? Did you watch it? I've watched season one and two. I haven't watched season three. Um, I like it-ish, and I think I can get past my, like, dislike of Kristen Bell, Bell because her character is kind of terrible. Oh, absolutely unlikable. Well, I have a quiz. Okay. And it's, are you going to get into the good place? (laughs) The answer is no, but let's try it anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You find $50 on the street. What do you do? Do you keep it? Duh. Give it to a homeless person. Look for the owner for a few minutes and then keep it or report it to the police. Um, C. Look for a few minutes and then keep it? If by a few minutes we mean like look around and see if anyone's watching me take it, then yes. Correct. Your crush is hitting on someone else. What do you do? Move on. Be totally cool with both of them. Talk shit to your friends about the other person. Or fight both of them. I'm gonna go with C. Talk shit? Oh, yes. For sure. There's a party going on at your friend's place, but your parents say no. What do you do? Do you sneak out? Do you argue with them for hours in the hopes that they'll give in? Do you accept defeat and stay in? Or, they're my parents, so they're probably right. Um, I'm gonna go with C. Accept defeat? Oh yeah, when I was, absolutely. Because I didn't have, I didn't have a car until I was, until I was 18. So yeah. I thought for sure you'd argue for hours. No. Ideal vacation destination. Paris, Alaska, Vegas, London, Norway, or the Maldives? Um, that's not fair. Because there's three of them that I would love to go to. Mm-hmm. But, I'm going to say Paris. You love Paris so I much. I do love Paris a lot. What's your opinion on kids? Don't want them. Don't want to see them or hear them either. <laughs> Love them. I'm unbothered by them or already have them. <laughs> I think I want to say I'm unbothered by them. It's like I don't want them, but I yeah. don't have that like vehement opposition to them. Like your fundamental hatred of children. Yeah. And also yeah. like Children are the reason that I have a job, so. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so who's your favorite character on The Good Place? Eleanor, Chidi, Jason, Jason. Sean. Okay, There's no question. He's the fucking best, and every time he says Blake Bortles, I can't, I cannot handle it. Do you remember when I asked you if Blake Bortles was a real person because I thought Jason made it up? Yep. (laughs) I do remember that, and I was like, he is a real person, and he's real bad. (laughs) Lastly, pick an animal. This may be tricky because of your allergies. Horse, cat, leopard, or dog? Like, probably a dog. One of these things is not like the other, and it's the horse. (laughs) Like, they all have four legs, but yes. (laughs) Oh my god, the good place awaits you. Congratulations. Really? You got in. I don't believe it. Oh my goodness. I think it's the I think it's the question about how I would just like give in to my parents and be like, mm, okay. Hmm. Should I take it? We'll see if we get different answers. Yes, let's see. Okay, I'm also gonna do look for the owner for the money. Talk shit about your friends to the other person. Mm-hmm. Um argue for hours for sure. I'm going to go to the Maldives. Um, I do love kids. I really like Michael. And I'm also going to pick dog. 
Oh, I got the exact same thing. Well, that's unfortunate. That is. I was hoping I'd go to at least the medium place. Um, okay, I found this one that just made me laugh. Are you ready? Yeah, It made me laugh because of the picture. The picture is a guy shaking hands with another guy, and the one who has his back sort of to the camera has a knife in the hand that's not shaking the the hand of the other dude. Oh, goodness. (laughs) The quiz is called, What Do Your Enemies Hate About You The Most? (laughs) (laughs) Love it. I just thought it was really funny. Are you ready? Okay. Do you prefer coffee or tea? Ugh, tea. I don't like either. Do you prefer night or day? Mm-hmm. Day. Spring or fall? Spring. Cats or dogs? I feel like it's a dog. Yes. Naps or snacks? That's a tough question. Snacks for sure. <laughs> Hugs or high fives? Hugs. The mountains or the beach? Beach. Breakfast or dinner? Dinner. Uh, music or TV shows? TV shows. Those aren't even the same thing. Um, no. Candy or cake? Candy. <laughs> Your enemies hate that they're not you. <laughs> well, I think that might be accurate. Uh, they wish they were you. They wish they had your life. Only you can be you and your enemies can't deal with that. They are jealous. You know, this hashtag underemployed life is really one to be jealous of. <laughs> um, okay, for me, I prefer, well, I don't really prefer coffee or tea, but anyway. Coffee, night or day, probably nighttime. I like fall. I like dogs. I like naps and I like snacks, but I think I like naps better. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't really like high fives because they're inauthentic, but I don't love hugs either. I don't know what to say. I don't know, Megan. I think you like hugs. I think you secretly like hugs. I like the mountains. I like breakfast food for dinner. You're just changing it as much as you can. No, no. You're like, fuck this quiz. I'm going to show you what (laughs) you need to hate about me. (laughs) I change everything. (laughs) No, but I really do like breakfast food, but I like it best for dinner. (laughs) Like pancakes and eggs and stuff at dinner time? Oh, the best. Do I prefer music or TV shows? I don't like that question. That's like a false It's a terrible... Yeah, it should be like movies or TV or something yeah, stupid. Yeah, because like I listen to so much music in my life, but I also enjoy TV. Mm-hmm. But if I didn't have... Okay, I'm going to say music. Because if I didn't have TV shows, then I could still watch movies. Problem solved. Do I prefer candy or cake? Probably cake. <laughs> this is very accurate. And I feel like how I took this quiz is very reflective of this. Oh, no. What's your enemies hate about you the most? That you just don't care. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, BuzzFeed. You done did it again. <laughs> the thing that makes your enemies the most angry is that you just don't care about them. You don't think about them at all. You're too busy living your life to get swept up in their pettiness. You're doing your own thing, and they hate that. Your enemies think about you every day, and you think about them never. That's amazing. I think I'm just so gonna, spot on. I'm just gonna frame that. I think. Oh, for sure. Print it out. Put it up on my whiteboard at school. Yeah. Or send it to me, and I'll like cross stitch it for you. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. Well, have we done a podcast? I have. Some oh my questions. god! It's under an hour. <laughs> I know. It's because we don't know. We didn't have a plan. No. We were just like, fuck the conservatives. And then that was it. That was our That wasn't like a plan to talk about on the podcast either. I'm sure we're going to regret that, but. Um, Oh, you just sent it to me? Oh, my God. I found another. (laughs) I found another. It's a Halloween quiz. Are you ready for the title of this quiz? Uh Uh-huh. If you died today, would you make a good ghost tomorrow? Oh, fuck yeah, let's do this. (laughs) Okay, do you think it's funny when someone gets startled? Yes, no, or I don't know. 
Um, I'm not this. I'm not sure. I don't like it how Ellen scares people on her show because she considers herself nice. Mm-hmm. I don't think scaring people is nice. However, is it funny when I scare people? Yes. <laughs> so how do you want to? Do you want to say I don't know? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I've got a very complex, complex yeah. feeling about that do question. Do you think you would look good if you were somewhat translucent? <laughs> <sighs> Best question I've ever seen. Do you think you would look good if you were somewhat translucent? Well, I I think something that looks good is probably something that's totally corporeal, right? So, Uh so fundamentally paradoxical. Okay, so I'm going to say no for you. Okay. Okay. Do you think that you would be good at standing at the foot of someone's bed while they sleep and just staring at them? Yes. Do you know who else would be really good at that? Obi. Olivia? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Except not only she wouldn't stand at the foot of your bed, she'd stand on the foot of your bed. Yeah, she'd, she'd wreck some shit. She'd still have her Hello Kitty sleep mask on, too, so it'd just be <laughs> frightful. Uh, if someone was looking in a mirror, would you feel comfortable coming up behind them? Yes. Do you like moving other people's stuff? That's a great question. <laughs> Do I like moving other people's stuff? Yeah. What is that question? Almost like if you were a ghost and you'd move shit around. Like, I get it. I know, but like, I'm sitting at my husband's desk right now. If I move one pen from one thing to the other, does that mean I like moving other people's stuff? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> do you think you can make a scary moaning sound without letting it get too sexy <laughs> oh my god yes of me. course yes of course <laughs> do you like waking people up at 3am <laughs> no <laughs> no see I take a sedative at night to sleep so that's gonna be rough for me <laughs> okay. so if you would make a, apparently an excellent ghost you would make such a good ghost. You would be one of the best ghosts ever. You should be very proud. You are ghost material. You're amazing. Oh my god. This, like, really lifted me up today. <laughs> See, I want that cross-stitched. Can you send that one to me, too? Yeah, it's also got a little picture of a ghost on it. It's cute. Oh, <laughs> I'm a little ghost. Are you going to do the quiz? Or are uh, you just making me be a ghost? Are any of your answers different? Um, I don't know. I didn't really think about that. How do I go back to take this quiz? <laughs> I love that description. You should be very proud. You are definitely ghost material. <laughs> You're amazing. <laughs> it's so funny. I'm going to post that on our Insta for sure. Okay, okay. Let's, let's do this here. Do I think it's funny when someone gets startled? Absolutely. Unless it's me. <laughs> Um, I'm with you about the, like, nobody looks good translucent. But, like, on my perspective, I'm so small that it wouldn't help me at all. You know, like, being even harder to see (laughs) is a barrier. (laughs) Would I be good at standing at the foot of someone's bed while they were asleep? Yeah, probably. If someone was looking in a mirror, would you feel comfortable coming up behind them? No, because if it was me, it would startle me. Do I like moving other people's stuff to fuck with them? Yes. That is the thing I do enjoy doing. Do you think you could make a scary moaning sound without letting it get... No, I don't know. Of course you can. Because you you do this fucking noise all day in your classroom, Megan. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, do I like waking people up at 3am? No, but like, I don't really care either. I'm going to say I don't know. I would apparently also make an excellent ghost. That's disappointing and a bit of a lie. (laughs) You don't think you'd be an excellent ghost? No. No. Um, what else did I find? There's one more that I found here that it made me kind of laugh. That's probably the best quiz of all time, though. (laughs) It's pretty funny. (laughs) If you died today, would you make a good ghost tomorrow? So I think good. that's really funny. Um, no, I can't remember what the other one was. 
I just love the positive affirmation afterwards. Oh. You'd be one of the best ghosts ever. You're amazing. <laughs> okay, are you ready? I found this is this is not the other one that I thought of, but this made me laugh as well. Okay, is this the last one? <laughs> yes, it, it, it's made me laugh because of the gift that you sent me that one time. So instead of oops all questions, this one's oops all quizzes. Yes. <laughs> the one with all the quizzes. Um, plan a dream wedding and we'll tell you which Yankee ca- candle scent you are. Oh, okay. Oh, movie update. She just found out that he's the author. She's real mad. Oh, she fucking knew it the whole time deep in her loins. Come on. <laughs> Um, okay, when will your wedding be? Or should we do this for me since I'm the one who's not married? Probably. Well, we could consider it my second wedding. <laughs> to who? <laughs> uh, nobody. Oh, okay. When will your wedding be? Autumn, spring, winter, or summer? Are we doing it for me or you? I'll do it for me. I would say autumn, probably. Pick a venue. Oh, and I have to describe all these fucking things. <laughs> No, the venue that I would pick that, based on this, that's most like me, would be, like, the barn. Like, the barn. Mm-hmm. That's me. Choose a bouquet. There isn't one wrapped in burlap, so, like, the simplest one. Bridesmaids, dresses, go fuck yourselves. Oh, these are all terrible. They're all so bad. Mm, sure. Pick a cake. All of them. Ooh, I, I want like all cakes. The one, no, they're, they're, no, they just look all really nice. But there's one that's, like, decorated with, like, plants instead of, like, it just looks nice. Instead of flowers, it's got, like, sprigs of, like, pine and stuff. Let's go with that. Oh, nice. Where'd you go for your honeymoon? I don't fucking know. Probably France, let's be honest here. Mm-hmm. Um, and choose a dress. I don't like any of them. But I like the picture with the girl in the dress in the field of sunflowers, so let's go with that one. And my Yankee Candle scent, according to these very ad hoc answers, Farmer's Market. That's funny, because it's probably true. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's really funny. Also, the description says, cool, calm, and collected. You always create a cozy and comforting environment around you, which helps to attract close friends. Give off a vibe that makes people want to open up to you, and they do. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Like, seriously, BuzzFeed is, like, really nailing us. Unless we're, like, so BuzzFeed basic now. Maybe that's what it is. <sighs> well, um, I got a couple questions on the Twitter. Okay. Are they sports-related? Um, I don't know. I can't remember. But one of them was not a sassy question from Tyler. So even he's dropped off. It was a, no, he, he, no, he asked a question. It just wasn't, wasn't sassy. Oh, uh, wow. Not about our podcast, anyway. It was sassy. It's funny. Um, the one question here from Just Tired is, what was Wayne Gretzky's best assist? And I had a joke for that, but I've forgotten it in the punchline now. <laughs> oh, That's fuck. a classic Kelsey move. I know. And it was, no, it was oh, gonna be something, it's something so funny. And now I don't know. No, it was, gonna, it was, I had it like a, I had it phrased properly, but it was something about him handing a drink to someone else. And we'll just leave it at that. Um, but Tyler's question, which I think is a good way to end today. This like shortest podcast we've ever done. Mm-hmm. How many McDonald's will Jason Kenny need to open? So everyone who could no longer afford to go to university can get a job. <sighs> it's just an Ouroboros, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's just a just a fucking snake eating its old own tail situation. Pretty much. Um, I'm gonna say though, if we had to like put a number on it, I'm gonna say eighty-six. <laughs> okay. Excellent. I don't actually know. I don't know the 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 economics of McDonald's, but like I'm gonna say eighty six. I don't know how many employees McDonald's has. Oh God, who knows? But anyway, eighty six. That's final answer. Why didn't you say sixty nine, Megan? Because I was leaving that one for you. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> oh, also, fun fun story. I met so a person at work who uh, is a big fan of Jamie Ben. Oh. Uh, and she thinks that he's really hot. 
Oh. And I was like, I have to tell you something. And so then I shared with her the the genesis of the jokes. Um, and she's like, I don't care. He's still hot. <laughs> I was like, well, I just, just so that you know what you're admiring here. Just as long as you are aware that you would be I disappointed that... at every turn. Yeah, but I think people are willing to sacrifice in order to be with someone beautiful. Or that they perceive to be beautiful. Maybe. But I just, I thought I should just give her the complete picture of, you know, what she was admiring. Um, so the author on this movie just burned a manuscript in a fireplace. Apparently his house still has a real fireplace. Um, which is the most shocking thing about this movie so far. Uh, and he's hunted down this girl and they are having a conversation on a bridge. And my guess is he's telling her that the reason he didn't tell her that he was the author is because he wanted to write his books without people knowing that he was this, like, famous person. And trying to plead with her and, like, get her to understand why, like, she shouldn't really be upset with him. But also, like, who cares, man? Yeah. That's my guess. There's a lot heteronormative about these things, too, that are just upsetting. (laughs) Absolutely. Um... So yeah, that's all we have for this week. Um, and like we said at the beginning, we are recording our 100th episode in two weeks' time. Yes. So we would really love for you to send us some questions. Um, I'm going to tweet about it right now. Any kinds of questions that you might have for us. if you Or if you want us to take a particular like BuzzFeed quiz, send that our way and we will do it. Ooh, I think that's a great idea. Yeah, like if there's one... If there's one that you think that we should do, like, send it our way and we'll make it happen. Um, and thanks for sticking with us in this, whatever this is. Um, it's like, absolute self-indulgent project. Well, it was self-indulgent in a way that was us saying fuck you to other people, so. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah. We're still here. It's true. We are. We are. Um, so yeah, that's all we have for this week. You can find our things uh, on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Play. Uh, we have a Twitter account, Garbage Fire Pod, which we don't use very often. But that's okay. Uh, I do get notifications for it on my phone, so if you send something that way, I will know it's there. Uh, <laughs> and then I will at least, at least put a heart beside it so that I know to come back to it later. <laughs> um, that's usually what I have to do. Um, we have an email address, garbagefirepodcast at gmail.com. We have a website, thanks, Tyler, garbagefirepodcast.com. Um, you can also find me on the Twitter machine at Meg14. Uh, oh boy. What else is there? Instagram? Oh yeah, the Instagram. Look at it right now, garbagefirepodcast. Oh, there's the first time we've ever known what it is. Um, I'm looking at it right now. That's the only reason. Instead of adding a question mark at the end of that. Um, Yeah, that's it. Uh, So that's all we have for today. As always, thank you so much for listening. And we'll see you in the dumpster. Dumpster.